0: limitations apply, see terms at discover.com slash credit card. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Monday, March 8th, and it is International Women's Day. How about that? And um, I'm just on the website that is uh, internationalwomensday.com hashtag choose to challenge, hashtag IWD 2021. So Mark, don't forget to do that. Um, We want to celebrate women's achievements. We want to raise awareness against bias. And of course, we want to take action for equality. And so I'm very happy to support that effort. Fantastic. And in doing so, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure we put a woman on the program today. But first, let me remind you, if you have a financial question, email us, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. And if you are on our website, the fabulous jillonmoney.com website, which Mark basically created and maintains and updates all the time, if you're there and you've got a question, all you have to do is just hit the contact button. So fabulous. So today, to celebrate International Women's Day, We have woman extraordinaire, Andrea, who is on the line from Texas. Andrea, welcome to the program and happy International Women's Day. Thanks for taking time and celebrating with us.
1: Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here on this day. Feeling very womanly
0: right now. Can you hear me?
1: Absolutely. I know.
0: I figured. All right. So what brings you to our program today? What can we do for you, Andrea?
1: So I just transitioned into a new phase in my life, and I just want to make sure that I have everything squared away just in terms of where I'm allocating my money and just what to do really going forward. Okay. So what's the new phase? So the new phase is I'm recently divorced and I took on a new job that actually moved me across the state. So I moved out on my own. I'm renting a house in uh, North Texas as a result of a, a new job. And I just want to make sure that, you know, going forward, if I need to look to buy a house, maybe I continue to rent um, and just making sure that my money allocation is in place correctly.
0: Tell me um, some of the details. For example, how old are you?
1: I'm 37 years old.
0: Any kids?
1: No kids, two dogs, live by myself renting.
0: Mm, how much is the rent?
1: Rent is 1950 a month.
0: Does that include utilities, which I hope work in Texas?
1: <sighs> the utilities do work; they are not included. Those are separate.
0: So, in the post, the uh, let's say I was going to say divorce, but let's not do that. Let's call it the rebirth of you. Sure. Yes, it's it's really it's like Easter time. So let's just call it rebirth. Well, how about sure. that? In your next phase here, in your rebirth, what is it that you sort of look at as your goals overall?
1: So overall, I think the biggest, um, I think what really was spurring the question is I did my taxes and um, single, no kids. um, I don't have a mortgage. I don't have any student debt. So I basically, you know, I fall into this tax bracket that I really can't deduct anything. And so I just realized that at this point, I've got to figure out a way to not just put away money in, in quote unquote, traditional retirement I've got to figure out a way maybe to kind of make some extra passive maybe income on the side. So
0: wait um, a I, what, how much do you earn right now?
1: I earn in total of 135, 140. That's okay. not including any bonuses.
0: Do you usually get bonuses?
1: Typically, I won't this year because I got an extra bonus last year just for the move. Mm-hmm. So that kind of was in theory this year's bonus.
0: And what is the bonus in let's call it a, an, an ordinary year, not uh, an outsized year.
1: It can be anywhere between 15 to 25.
0: Okay, but that means just in general that you're really, you are in the 24% tax bracket and there is no state income tax in the state of Texas. So I would suggest to you, don't be super hyper-focused about taxes because you're in a pretty low tax bracket, relatively speaking. I know it seems like a lot when you're in it and you're like, oh, but I can't, but you know what? 24% Twenty four percent for making, let's call it about one hundred fifty to one hundred seventy grand a year. That's that is not a bad tax bracket to be in, and you're in a place where you don't have to pay these state income tax bills. So, I think the focus on taxes may just be a little bit of that. Um, oh, I just did my taxes, and I can't deduct anything, and doesn't life suck? But that's not really where you are. You're actually in great shape. What are you doing for retirement planning?
1: so at this point i actually have transitioned i was basically putting 15 percent away i've toggled back and forth between roth and then also just the traditional um, pre-tax and post the the only i've been going back and forth because i'm not really too sure which to really do again because of the taxes purposes i went at one point and just went straight roth And then I thought, ugh, I don't know if that's good for the taxes. So I've switched it back over to pre-tax. I was doing the 15% full, Mm -hmm. but because I figure I'll probably buy a house when this lease is up next May, um, I actually have pulled it back to just 6% of just the match. And I'm taking the other nine and just putting that in cash for a down payment on a house.
0: Hmm. Okay. How much have you saved already for retirement? Let's talk about the traditional amount and then the Roth amount.
1: Okay, so the traditional amount is is right around one hundred and sixty right now.
0: Great, and that's
1: in a, a rollover fund that's being taken care of with a, a wealth advisor,
0: mm-hmm. and the
1: Roth IRA is about forty thousand. The four hundred one k through the company is probably about ten thousand right now. Any
0: other investments besides this two um, hundred some thousand?
1: Um, I also have. I'm I'm taking my HSA that I have, and I'm every month taking that that money and in investing that as well. Oh, I have good. probably about five thousand dollars in in an HSA right now, and then um, the old company that I was working for, they I, at that time they had a pension, so I have about five or six thousand dollars in that.
0: Okay. Are there any strings attached to the disillusion of your prior relationship? Do you owe any money to X or not?
1: No, no, it was okay. a clean break. We didn't have any, um, we had nothing joint together. So we basically mm. just walked away with what we had.
0: Interesting. Good. Thank goodness. That's easier. I mean, it's yes. not easy emotionally, it's just sure. easier financially. So at this point, how much money do you have in an emergency reserve fund?
1: yeah, so that I only have three thousand dollars just in cash right now.
0: You know I'm gonna like I right. not be
1: thrilled about that. Okay, sure.
0: Um, any other money in non-retirement accounts, any fund money accounts, any stock account like, oh, I just decided I bought GameStop and I made a gazillion dollars or anything like that?
1: No, I pulled that out. I did that at the beginning of uh, COVID and kind of did that fun money stuff, but I've pulled that all out since. Right now I'm just doing straight investments in cash.
0: Okay. You mentioned a wealth advisor. Tell me more about that.
1: So he um, actually, we used to work at a company together. I do insurance for a living and he was part of the company, the wealth advising um, aspect of the firm that I worked for. And Mm -hmm. so he manages through Schwab Mm-hmm. Um, and I speak with him kind of just as needed on a, if any basis. I had a discussion with him in January as far as where things were. He told me that my accounts were in line. Um, he thinks that I could probably, in theory, if I wanted to retire by 55, just kind of where my money is right now.
0: Whoa, and- How does he figure that?
1: I, I just pay him to tell me what I need to know.
0: <laughs> I think you're paying him to tell you what you want to hear. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do
1: that to be clear though. Okay. To be clear, I don't, I have no intention of retiring early. Is I actually he on, look- is, is
0: he, what the heck is he smoking? There's no way that you can <laughs> retire at 55. There's no way. I don't know who, what he's thinking about, but that ain't happening. How do you pay this guy, your old friend? Um,
1: I think it's as things, um, For by transaction, I guess. There's just like a fee on top of a transaction. He doesn't really move money around. I think I paid a total of like $200 or something last year. Okay,
0: that's fine. That's fine. Let's get back to your idea about the house. Why buy a house?
1: Because everybody says you're supposed to buy a house.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what would you have to pay to own a home that you would want to live in right now?
1: Um, I would probably say between 250 and three. I mean, it's just me. I need three rooms, an office, a bedroom and a guest room. I'm Mm -hmm. not, I'm not married to the idea of some dream house or anything like that. I just need four walls of my own and somewhere to sleep.
0: Are you in a place where you're like, I hate my rental? Or is the rental pretty nice for your two grand?
1: No, the rental and the neighborhood are fantastic. So that's kind of the other thing that I wanted, that I was thinking about is do I, you know, just renew the lease for another year, stay here, continue to stock up cash, and yes. then make a decision for another year on yes. that?
0: Yeah. And okay. I don't even think you, I mean, unless you think you're going to move back where you are from across the no. state. But if you think you're going to stick around there, um, I would say there's my, I look at your priorities. Oh, one last thing. Was there any debt that's outstanding?
1: No debt. I have a, a credit card that I pay off every every month, but no debt. Okay, great.
0: So I think your, um, your inclination about beefing up your cash is the right one. I think that you should probably bump your retirement contribution back up to 10%. And then every extra dollar goes to rebuilding your emergency reserve fund. So that emergency reserve fund, remember, has got to have six to 12 months of your living expenses. If you get some sort of bonus, if you get a big commission check for something, if something just like falls in your lap, that's where it's going. It's going to be really boring. Just plain old, let's get that number up. I have no interest in buying a home for you. And I'll tell you why, you know, you just, you just moved, you are getting back on your feet. I think you'll feel a lot more comfortable buying a home when you know more information. For all I know, you're going to fall in love again. It happens. I love in your life, if you could be back at 15% into your retirement account, your emergency reserve has that six to 12 months in there. And then reassess, do I really want to buy or do I want to rent? Because I don't think buying right now is a great deal for you. Also, the, you know, the housing market's just gone nutty, you know, to get a 250 or $300,000 house, you're gonna have to save an extra 50 grand just for your down payment, you know? So I don't think that that's the wisest move for you. And being a renter is kind of fabulous.
1: I don't know necessarily that I'll stay here for, I, I might end up moving to, you know, just based on, on the market, maybe out West potentially mm-hmm. the job. Mm-hmm. Of you know mobility as far as my career is concerned, so that was kind of another concern: is do I really want to buy a house and then I just pick up and move in a few
0: years? No, I think that flexibility is huge. Now, in terms of your retirement contributions, mm-hmm. do you think you know you're young, you're you're in your 30s? If you look ahead, do you think that your career earnings will be still sloping upwards or pretty consistent now for the next 20 or 30 years? What's your guess?
1: I think they'll continue to slope upwards.
0: Okay. If that's the case, then while you're still in the 24% tax bracket, okay. I would use the Roth. Okay. I would use the Roth. And I'll tell you why. If your income is going to rise, let's just say, you know, if you figure four or five years from now, you might be in the making $200,000. Right. Then you're in the 32% tax bracket. Then maybe, okay, maybe we want to use half and half. But for now, in the 24%, I think you should go Roth. Okay. I really do. Now, it's going to suck a little bit for you because, you know, your cash flow is going to change because it's going to be an after-tax dollar going in.
1: Yeah, long-term, that sounds much better. Yeah, and I I think that having money that's
0: already been taxed is a huge benefit. This all looks like you're on track. I really would – I just want to take you off the hook, and anyone listening, I want to take you off the hook, everyone, for feeling the urge to buy. I know that buying has always been ingrained in many of us, and – it's great if the numbers work, but given who you are, the circumstances of your life and what you've just come through, I think in the next phase, the re-emergence, your, your beautiful next flowering stage, I think having as few of those obligations and maximum flexibility is really going to help you navigate this next period. I just think that's the better approach and if something fell in your lap that might be different right if if for example in a few years you're like you know what i love it here and i am renting a place and the the and i love this place and the owner wants me to buy it then we have some things to talk about but until you have uh, like something fabulous falls in your lap i say keep on doing what you're doing
1: thank you so much for you know letting me off the hook in that regard. Happy, happy rebirth. I think this is going to be very
0: good. I feel like there's a great growth spurt ahead for you. And I wish you all the best, really the best of luck. So please keep in touch. Let us know if there's anything else we can do for you. Okay.
1: Thank you so much, Jill and Mark.
0: All right. So that was Andrea. And if you, like Andrea, want to come on the air with us, all you have to do is send us an email, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Or when you're on our website, after you've subscribed to this podcast, or maybe you've signed up for our free weekly newsletter and a question's bubbling around, hit the contact button and let us know that you want to come on the air. That's how you skip the line. It's so easy. So just do that and let us know what's on your mind and say, I want to come on the air with you guys. As always, please remember, we are still in pretty scary territory. I go to those websites. I look all the time. So wash your hands, wear your masks. I'm wearing too lately. Maintain your physical distancing and try to do something nice for somebody else today. We'll make that person feel so much better and it will make you feel better. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow.